T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I do not understand the Aaron Rodgers backlash here. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you want to get on Rodgers being a little bit of a weirdo, being a little new age, you know, whatever. I understand it. But getting on him, Perloff, for attempting this comeback from his Achilles surgery 79 days after he had the surgery, he was at practice yesterday for the Jets. I see this as a very selfless act, actually. I see this as Rodgers, who is trying to push the boundaries of rehab, not only because modern medicine may allow him to do that, but also to show this dedication to his career, to the team, to himself. To the team. Oh, yeah, right. Listen, the Jets have done everything to kind of cater to Rodgers. Yeah. And I think this is him giving this, giving it back to them, saying, hey, you believing in me was not for nothing. And just because I got hurt the first game of the season doesn't mean I'm not doing my damnedest to come back. And if, come the, back doc- what? if the doctors say it's okay, then why are we, like, begrudging him this moment? This is such a selfish move. This is such a me move to come back. Only helps one person, Aaron Rodgers. It does not a single thing for your franchise. In fact, it puts your huge investment, not just in draft capital, but in money, at risk for no reason. There's nothing positive that can happen for the Jets franchise. Only negative. So what's the upside here? That he plays two games and throws three touchdowns and one interception and... Why risk an injury for that? What well, is the point? It doesn't help him for next year at all. Okay, so you there is something about, first of all, getting back on the field and getting a little of this like actual game speed stuff with his receivers. Like if he no matter if he comes back this year or does not, they go into next year as a Super Bowl contender. Let's, not not if no. Not if he plays this this year, because that says to me like he's always going to choose himself over the team. There's no way you win with that formula. Wait a minute. So if he comes back and plays the final game of the season yes. and he and Garrett Wilson connect on two touchdowns or something, you think that is even worse yes. than them going into the offseason with positive momentum? Because then everything, everything everyone said about him in Green Bay is 100% true. If he actually steps on the field, that Aaron Rodgers wants to prove that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest thing ever and he does not care if the team wins. It just All the Green Bay people were mad when he didn't show up to work out with the young receivers, and they said he's all about Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't care about the team. And I didn't believe it because I, I thought that he was so good that he didn't even need to this summer. Right. Now I think it's true because if he steps out on that field, especially if he plays a home game on that crazy turf, oh. then he is being selfish. He's trying to prove that he's smarter than medical science. He's not trying to help the Jets. Okay, I don't think he's trying to prove that he's smarter than medical science. I think that he's trying to show 
that medical science has actually come a long way. Like there were times when you couldn't come back from two Tommy John surgeries. That would be crazy to come back. Meanwhile, I watched Nathan Avaldi win a World Series a couple months ago, and he had two Tommy Johns. Microfracture surgery used to be an absolute death knell for your career. Now guys come back from that and go on to Hall of Fame careers. So what does any of that have to do with the New York Jets winning football no, games? Because I'm, Nathan Avaldi was good in the playoffs. Because I'm not saying that Rodgers is trying to defy science. I think that it's this is just the evolution of where we're going with sports science. It's not like he's out here, you know, in the middle of nowhere doing his rehab, like Rocky four style in the, you know, Russian Hills. He's being monitored by the best doctors and physical therapists that we probably have in this country. So he's Drago. In this analogy. <laughs> well, you know, Drago was cutting corners and cheating. I'm not accusing Rogers of anything. Got it. Got it. Drago in the sense that scientists were monitoring every movie yeah, made. I think Rogers <laughs> is purely plant based. But I think that he <laughs> I think that it's not like he's, you know, um wrapping his foot up in tinfoil and going out there. Dr. Neil Elitrosh, yeah. who's like a Dr. James Andrews type of person, sort of celebrity sports orthopedic doctor, is not gonna risk his reputation and is not gonna, you know, Tell Aaron Rodgers, hey, go out there just so you can get, what, decimated? Yeah. And you're going to get totally crunched, and now you're going to take two years to come right, back from an Achilles? No, no medical professional has ever let an athlete come back too soon after an injury and got it re-injured. That only happens, I don't know, every week in the NFL? Listen, everyone knows. I mean, knows- Kevin Durant came back from his quote-unquote high ankle sprain and th- three-quarters in blew the whole thing out. Okay, different sport, different body type, different everything. And you can't do the one-size-fits-all. Like, if Rodgers can do this, I just don't get why people are mad about okay, it, even be- not Jets fans. Like, Jets fans, all right, if you're worried he's going to get hurt and now you're going to have seen another season of Tim Boyle next year, you guys have stake in the game. I don't understand why non-Jets fans do care. I'll tell you why I, I care, because I bought into the Jets this year, and I bought into the hype that Aaron Rodgers was going to fix this. If he does this, it says to me, Aaron Rodgers is is about Aaron Rodgers, not about the team. Can you imagine if this was Kansas City? And in week one, Patrick Mahomes blew out his Achilles, and they were 4-7. and seven. Do you think they would let him out onto the field for the end of the season? I think if he was on track to play, if he was doing this and the doctor said yes, I think you might see him out there, I hey, th- showing you that you could come back. I would think 75% of the population of Kansas City would would basically run onto the field to stop Mahomes from doing that because <laughs> he is the, the future court. of that franchise. Yeah. Why risk it in a meaningless game? In fact, why even play your great players if there's nothing at stake? Last year, they were going to shut down Aaron Rodgers as soon as the Packers were eliminated. I, I, I would shut down a healthy quarterback in this situation, let alone a guy who's 40 years old coming off an Achilles injury. This is insane. Well, don't forget, I think Rodgers was going to sit last year when they if they had gotten mathematically eliminated because Jordan Love was sitting behind him too. And I think they all kind of knew, hey, let's see what the young guy has behind yeah. him because he was likely going to be moving. And I think Rodgers was banged up, but yeah. regardless, the, the truth behind it was there's no reason to play your star quarterback and risk an injury if there's no playoffs at stake. And there's not going to be playoffs at stake here. 855-212-4CBS. EJ, do we have a poll result that we can update here? Yes, we do. So we asked a question uh, about Aaron Rodgers here. Let me just pull up real quick. So we asked... I got to pull up again. Sorry, I lost one. Here's oh, Is Aaron Rodgers being selfish or selfish or selfless for trying to come back and play this season? So 61% say he's being selfish. 38% say he's being selfless. Mm. So the folks not loving Aaron Rodgers trying to come back and show that he's for the team in this manner. Also, okay. uh, also on the show, we yeah. asked, uh, do you agree with Tom Brady that NFL coaching was better 20 years ago than it is now? He talked about how coaching... Is basically, you know, babysitting these quarterbacks too much. 
the 65% say yes, coaching 20 year, years ago was better. Uh, 34% say no. Interesting. Uh, okay, so let's stay with the Rodgers one for a second, then we'll get to coaching. Here's my question to you. Do this uh, thought experiment. Say Rodgers doesn't ever do McAfee show. Say you know nothing about the Joe Rogan and the other things he said about vaccine, whatever, all that stuff. And you take away all the, you know, whatever posturing you think Rodgers has done. Do you see this differently? Can you divorce yourself of the Rodgers, like his, the other stuff with him? If he was just doing, this was Russell Wilson doing this. What do you think anyone would be like, wow, what a selfish guy. They wouldn't. They'd be like, wow, this guy's really doing everything he possibly can to get on the field. <laughs> no. I I think if it wasn't Aaron Rodgers, there'd be no we would never be having the discussion. You think Russell Wilson would come back at four and eight out for torn Achilles? He Why? He would freaking try. I tell you, thirty one other teams wouldn't even consider letting their franchise quarterback back on that field. The, except the thirty second team is the Jets, and that's because they're run by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, who wants that is true. who just has this sort of I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's really entertaining. He's, he seems very personable. But there seems to be an ego here that is driving this whole thing because, obviously, the team priority should be to sit in. So we've got that for you. You're welcome to go vote at Maggie and Pearl. Whether Rodgers is being selfish or selfless, you can also call us 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay. We also have the Tom Brady comments about coaching where he said coaching 20 years ago is better than coaching today, something you vehemently disagree with. I totally disagree. I mean, look at the schlubs that were coaching against him and Bill Belichick back then. It was basically like this old boys network of guys who ran the ball on first and second down every play, never went forward on fourth down, never heard of an RPO, definitely didn't do the tush push. Their defensive <laughs> schemes the were That's the change. Their defensive schemes were arcane. I think that modern coaches would run circles around them. Okay, I think that it's the coaches today, I think look better and look smarter. Yes, they have institutional knowledge of all the years of from long ago and they can build off of that. However, it looks better because the rules are different. When you can throw over the middle, just like the quarterbacks now today, their stats seem more empty to me now. Everyone can throw for 4,000 yards or 5,000 if you really wanted to because you don't have to strategize against great defensive players being super physical like you did even in the early 2000s. Right, but I mean, listen, the other team can do the same thing, so you still have to up your strategy. So it's always a chess game. And what did Brady say? It's checkers now. It used to be chess. Yeah, we can what, hear that. What is chess? The opposite. Chess is, okay, here's my defensive game plan. You're going to hand the ball off, and I'm going to have Ray Lewis n- knock the snot out of your running <laughs> yeah. back and yes. put him into the hospital. What kind of coaching Checkmate. is it? What kind of evol- What kind of chess is that? This was Brady talking on the Let's Go podcast on the pro game reflecting the college game now. The pro game is is reflecting more of what the college game is as opposed to the college game reflecting what the pro game is. We're asking now pro players to play college football, and that's the biggest difference I see. There's This is way more checkers now than it is chess. That is not saying the game is evolving. That's not him saying the coaching's getting better. That's saying it's getting dumbed down. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's talking about. He sounds like uh, old man get off my roof kind of guy <laughs> or get off my lawn kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, I mean, Mike Leach always said this. Well, he's like, I don't understand why the NFL is running such an old school offense. Even in Mike Leach, who recently passed, yeah. he was always mystified. He's like, I just don't understand why they're not running spread concepts. It's so much easier to move the ball. So I, I think this is a better thing for the sport. It's made the sport more entertaining. 
uh, is definitely more effective. Now, back then, back, and I mean, go back then, this is ridiculous, it was 2018. He won a Super Bowl 13 to 3. That was a chess match. That felt like checkers to me compared to 38 35 last year with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Here's another one from Brady Ryan. Can we hear cut two where he's talking about teaching quarterbacks and the fact that we're firing coaches so fast is hurting the quarterback position. You've got to teach the quarterbacks that. you got to educate them. you got to develop them. But it's hard, like I said, because we're firing people every five minutes, offensive coordinators, play callers. You know, let's promote that guy. Let's call the, the, the GA up and let him, you know, call, call some plays. I mean, this is just the reality of, of the way the sport is because there's so much pressure to get it right. And in, 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 in an effort to get it right, people are actually making it more wrong. And, you know, you're seeing – in this day and age, right now, we are much quicker. The NFL is much quicker, and the NBA, quite frankly. But the NFL, let's keep it there, to move on from not only coaches but also quarterbacks. Like, if Bryce Young doesn't have a good year next year, I think this is going to be tough for him. Kenny Pickett, we're talking about him year two. Why didn't he take this massive leap forward? You know, basically, Zach Wilson's career is over. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys, it is given up on them so quickly. Maybe they're just not good enough. It's possible. There were busts back then. There will be busts today. But it's also true that you're asking guys to learn a different language every single time and no one has patience to develop the quarterbacks. I mean... That's true. I think it's quite obvious the quarterbacks are way better now than when Brady came into the league. They're They're better athletes now. They're better passers. They can make throws that they couldn't even think about 20 years ago. The guys Brady was going against were... You know, Rich Gannon was the MVP of this league. You think he could play today? I I think there's so many good quarterbacks coming to the league. There's so many elite quarterbacks right now like we've never had. I I never understood this. There aren't enough good quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are statistically way better than ever. Okay, but they can make those throws also because there's no threat at this point that their wide receiver is going to end up in traction because they throw over the middle. Like, you look Mm. a lot better, I think, when you don't have the threat of that middle linebacker. I think their throws, for example, Trevor Lawrence will hit a guy 35 yards down the sideline. I i don't remember a quarterback. Maybe Favre was it. Nobody could make that throw 30 years ago. Now there's a Herbert, Josh Allen, uh, even Dak can make some big throws. There are guys who make well, huge Lamar. throws. I mean, the, the athlete big part arms of this. all over the place. Yeah. It's not just the, uh, when you say athlete, I think you mean kind of running. I think I mean everything. Like even Rodgers is a great athlete, you know? The coach, there's just so much more. It's just unfair. And this is the exact opposite of what he's saying. Guys are coming up passing the ball in middle school, high school, college. Quarterbacks and receivers are so much more advanced coming into the NFL because they've been throwing for seven years. College football back in the day, they basically ran a T formation. They never threw anything, and they got the NFL. I, I just think it's just a weird argument that players are worse now because yes on Monday night Chicago and Minnesota that was not good (laughs) but the starting quarterbacks are great these guys are awesome and there's some good guys on the bench Jacoby Brissett is on the bench can't even start in the NFL can you imagine him in 1992 he would have been like oh my god we got to get this guy out on the field I have a question for you Perloff though because I think Tom Brady makes some good points here and I think you make good points about the abilities of these quarterbacks but if the quarterback plays so good why is offense down? Why is scoring well, down? Why so is they, offense so ineffective? Because I think everyone knows what happened here. The defense has made a huge adjustment in the last two years where they said, we are going to prevent you from getting big plays, so you have to matriculate slowly down the field. Now, the offense is having trouble catching up with that. Would you agree with that, Meg? Uh I think that was the thing that Lou Anarumo or whoever it mm. was kind of gave a blueprint like, hey, here's how you stop Mahomes. And it's like, well, if we do this, we can do it with Josh Allen. And they certainly did Josh Allen. That's the number one team that they did it to. Right. And it's it was effective. <laughs> very, 
extremely very effective. Yeah, so I watch. It's funny you say that because my Eagles are great this year. Jalen Hurts is playing awesome. But the Jets said, you know what? We're going to let you have a 20-play drive that we're going to give you first downs. But we're going to get really tough around the end zone. Eventually, you'll make a mistake. It's like the bend, don't break thing. Yeah. Uh, you In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. So Pine Needle says all the old quarterbacks could make those throws, but the rules were different and receivers would never get that far without getting their head torn off. I mean, I, th- I think that it's a good point. It goes against the, again to the yeah. rules. Not only could receivers couldn't get off the line of scrimmage, you mm. know, the rules were different back then. I, back I then, 20 years ago. I feel like receivers are so much better now because they have so much more experience. There's so much more passing at the lower levels of the game. Receivers coming in, also gloves have made a gigantic difference. I don't know what year they came in, 1995. But now nobody drops anything because the gloves are sick. So I understand what you're saying, but the sideline throws are definitely... Sideline throws, no one's getting killed when you throw it down the sideline. Think of a Trevor Lawrence pass in your mind. That that is a, a very rare thing, and now there's a bunch of quarterbacks who can make those throws. 855-212-4227. So we got two questions out there for you. You're welcome to weigh in. Is Aaron Rodgers being selfish or selfless by rushing himself back from this Achilles injury? And secondly, is the the coaching in the NFL better today or was it better 20 years ago? Tom Brady says 20 years ago when he got on the league. Uh, Perloff says today. So you're welcome to weigh in. 855-212-4CBS. Can we admit this is ridiculous? Tom Brady knew one coaching staff. It was a New England Patriots. Yeah, of course he thought coaching was better. Well, then back he got then. Bruce Arians down in Tampa. Yeah, well, he had a couple years of Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles, and he left because he's like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned 45. Uh, Tommy is in New Orleans, wants to weigh in on Tom Brady's comments. Good morning, Tommy. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, along Brady's comments, it seems like more often than not, you know, if a, if a team gets in a, like a third long or a second long, they almost all have a playbook, a play in the playbook now. They would just launch the ball down the field and hope for a PI. So true. Which more often it's a good than play. Not, they get. It's a good play. It's a good strategy. So, so, so yeah. So to Brady's to Brady's point, I think yeah, it, it's worse now because the, the strategy has been taken out of it. You just you know you just launch it, you know, and if you don't get it, okay, no, no big deal. You just run another play. And my other, my other question was how and, and Brady said you know you know offensive players need to learn to protect themselves. Why isn't it when when the running back is running through the hole and he leaves with his head and puts his head down? Why is that not targeting? You're right. It should be. Hmm. Uh, no, they the way, they, Aaron, they, they tried to enact that rule. Remember, the NFL made a big deal out of that, and then they they yeah, never catch it in real time. Watch if you watch some of those collisions. Those yeah. are violent, man. Violent. And by the way, if Aaron Rodgers comes back this year, it's be the last football thing he'll ever do in his life. Very. Tommy, <laughs> solid call, but I, how do you know that? You know, you because just don't know because you're, yeah. but it, because we've it, seen the jets for 50 years and we know how that works out. T- take that out of it. He gets cleared by a doctor. If he yeah. feels like he can protect himself, we don't know that he's going to re-injure himself this year. You know, what? I'm disappointed in your buying into Tom Brady's hype. Oh, cause I loathed him for years. Nope. Not no. that. Uh, as a I, player, as a player, because he used to beat my team. All he's the time. clearly doing the Michael Jordan putting out a documentary when LeBron wins the title. He's trying to defend his legacy from Patrick Mahomes coming up. So he's saying when I played, it was tougher. So what Mahomes is doing, this is all about Tom Brady being number one. And since you appreciate LeBron versus Jordan, yeah. you should appreciate Mahomes versus Brady and not fall into that okay. that trap that Tom Brady's setting. He's doing it, but the thing where it doesn't hold up with Brady is Brady's seventh Super Bowl was t- three years ago. Like if he if he discredits and that's what Alex Smith was you know called him on yeah him discrediting this era discredits 
when do you want to start this era? Potentially two of his Super Bowls and three of his appearances in a Super Bowl. Yeah. So uh, he's like kind of denigrating his own legacy. Uh, I know. That's a weird part about it. But <laughs> I think he's setting up that that argument for years to come because Mahomes is about to go on a gigantic run. Mahomes is the only one who could catch him. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Mahomes is a way more talented quarterback in a traditional sense of talent. Arm talent, being able to move around. Mahomes does things that Brady can never do. Brady's maybe the better quarterback, but when you get the talent, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes are so much more talented. Aaron Rodgers can make throws that nobody can make. Eight so five, what yeah. about that? To explain that to me, Maggie. Yeah, I can't because if you want to do greatest versus best or something like that, if you want to parse the words, you know, then yeah, you could probably say Rodgers is the better quarterback, but Brady is the greatest of all time. Yeah, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, lots to do here, including our show announcement. You're going to want to be paying attention to that. Got a big thing coming up this weekend, so we'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Wait, we need to we need to set some rules here. We need some order in this chaos that is the Maggie and Perloff show. Are we dressing up tomorrow or what, Maggie? What the heck is going on here? Tomorrow we will pay off the show bet that is now being mandated by our boss because I thought the bet was null and void. Your Philadelphia Eagles against my Buffalo Bills. It was a push. Your Eagles won by three points, so I thought the bet was off. Then Spike Eskin comes in, and not only do I have to do the bet, but now you have to do the bet, Perloff, and EJ also has to do the bet. Bogus, somehow you were spared... Bilotti was spared because he saved me from cursing on the air twice. So, thank you, sir. Well, what would I do to have deserved a punishment tomorrow? Well, what did EJ do to deserve it? I mean, you're nothing really. You're, <laughs> you sit here with us, so apparently that means you're part of it. But I think you get spared. So, we got to dress up. The only thing I'm missing is face paint. I just don't – I couldn't find it yesterday at Walmart. Well, you better find it because if you don't face paint, what kind of fan are you? Exactly. Like Putty and Seinfeld. So <laughs> the other thing, too, I'm going to demand Gotta certain support things. support the team. You're going to have to sing the entire song of Fly, Eagles Fly, okay. and do the E-A-G-L-S where you contort your body into letters. Okay, and you're going to have to sing the Bills version of Shout. Okay. And I want all the words, not oh, just uh, Dr. Da, J, everybody. Shout. Da, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. shout. Lyrics. Like you Animal go House. Your, um, your daughters who are performers, yeah. especially your younger daughter, She's got to teach you, like, you got to rehearse. Shout. Nobody understands the word to the song, shout. You got to understand. Uh, you can get on that baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, of course, and I don't even need to force you, you will reenact the scene from Rocky Two where Adrian tells Rocky to just win, right? I, where am I finding a hospital bed? How am I reenacting <laughs> this thing? What do you mean, how are you not reenacting it? It's just, there's no better way to get inspired than okay. to say, Rocky, Rocky. Come closer. I think you want to be what? Adrian. What? <laughs> what? When? What are we waiting for? I think you just did it. I'm not going to be able to do it any better. And I need you to profess your undying love for Peerless Price. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. If we want to get real Eagles fans, I'm going to need you to get drunk and punch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that's post-show. Pete? Uh, that's, that's a regular Friday around here. Okay, so tomorrow, Friday, we're dressing up as, uh, well, I'll be the Eagles fan, probably the Bills fan. EJ's has to be a Pats fan just because Spike is punishing you. Wait, what should yeah. we make EJ do? If we have to do something crazy, what is a, what the Patriots, they 
They we have to write a we're write a script. <laughs> Perloff is holding like a, a fake rifle. So yeah, I, and then, it is me <laughs> in New York City's gonna walk around with a rifle and bring it in and say, "Oh no, please trust me, it's it's fake." Yeah. Well, well those guys have the muskets on the sideline. Yeah. Well, like, I know. Whatever happened to EJ? I think you need to do at least one segment, several segments with a thick Boston accent. Oh, you're Boston potty. The car. I mean, this I, we're talking about it off air. That is the hardest accent I think to do. What? Unless you're Sully, our friend from Boston. Yeah, right? like, Sully call in and teach you. You just turn AR into AH. Pop I know, the but all I can think about is party. And I still feel like I sound, it, I sound more like a British person when I say <laughs> you it than do a, sound yeah, This is your But I'm trying to Boston. <laughs> party. Potty? Potty? Is that better? Yeah. It's like, it's like you're gotta, saying potty, like potty mouth. I'm going to the park? I'm going to the potty. Say Harvard Yard with a Boston accent. Harvard Yard? Oh, gosh, EJ. This it's is terrible. Just dreadful. I know it's terrible. You were some Jack Nicholson in The Departed. Or this is the Departed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the great actor of our time. Listen, EJ, this is my job on the show to have the worst accents imaginable, oh, but you are challenging Walker. me. This is what is amazing. I don't even come up with sentences. Say clam chowder. Clam chowder. Oh my god, chowder. (laughs) What? Clam chowder, my good sir. (laughs) Look, I'm through and through. I'm through and through New York City. Okay, like even getting me to do this is is already. I think it's against my health. Think I'm gonna have to go to the doctor and be like, hey, (laughs) something's wrong. My heart pressure feels a little high. And they're gonna be like, oh, because you're doing too much Boston. I got Bostonitis. (laughs) Yeah. What if you do a British accent? Maybe that'll sound Boston. Say Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> what was that? It's like you're broken. <laughs> Someone unplug you, Jay. Okay, like the episode of SpongeBob where there's like literally like people, there's flames going around, people are running around in, in his brain. That's me right now trying to do these accents. Like, Did you do a southern accent? Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> better. All right. That's Matthew McConaughey. I got family in the South. I could probably do a little better. Yeah. Is that even Southern? Yeah, that that movie takes place in Texas, doesn't it? Texas. Yes. Yeah. Texas is not the South. That's Texas. Are you serious? Texas? Wait, you guys know that, right? I know that there's some lines here with Louisiana being its own thing. Well, Texas has its own accent. And Texas being its own thing. It yeah, it's cowboys. The South is, uh, you slow it down. Yeah, I actually think low-key, one of the thickest accents you can have in the South are people from North Carolina. There's some mm. very thick accents in I was actually thinking South Carolina, but South the Carolina, Carolina, the Carolina is here. More than even like Alabama and Mississippi. Yeah, I've met my cousins from South Carolina, my dad's cousins, and uh, I remember one time we were just driving on a road, and he somehow his cousin knew he was around, so he's pulled over at the at that side of a highway. It was very country, <laughs> and the, 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 a cousin came over and he started talking to us, and I swear. I don't know any words he said. And my dad, who grew up in New York City, huh. understood everything. Oh. And I was like, how did you know this? I guess he Sometimes just, you can understand. Yeah, he just, he's been around enough yeah. that he knew. But I was just like, this is an accent I never heard before. Wait, EJ, can you do a California voice? Like the Californians uh, on Saturday Night Live? take the 101 to the, uh, like the Valley Girl. Valley Girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm trying take to think of like a Take the 101 to the 405. <laughs> It's the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling with the homies. Oh, yeah, that's good from Clueless. Oh, man. Although you just did the accent of the one character who was from New York. I know, I did, didn't I? Yeah, Brittany Murphy, that's RIP. Right. We're not going to get uh, too much. Well, you got 24 hours, EJ. You might want to work on that Boston accent. I'll get on it. Sully will call you and give you some tips. Uh, 
Andrew Bogus is here with headlines. Top of the morning. And uh, I guess I'll take a shot at myself for a change. Uh, I do remember Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown, grabbing a dude's phone behind the end zone and doing a backflip. But I knew nothing else about that moment until yesterday. <laughs> the guy who gave his phone to Hill is 20-year-old University of Miami student Kevin Fitzgibbons. He's a content creator, was working for the NFL that day, and has a pre-existing relationship with Tyreek. Fitzgibbons just shared an emotional video on social media explaining that he lost his NFL credential for this. It was the coolest moment ever. I ran in the tunnel to send the clip to the NFL. Tyreek got a penalty for the celebration and was immediately asked about it after the game. You know, I seen the camera and I just took it from him. And he didn't want me to take it from him, so that's my boy K-Fizz, man. The NFL then let me know that I would be suspended for the remainder of the season and possibly for good. They said regardless if I knew the celebration was coming or not, I still had to be disciplined and that I shouldn't have jumped on the sidelines after the play. Uh, the music's a good touch. So <laughs> Also, he, he's reading it like it's, you know... Not his story? Or like it's uh, like a young kid it's standing very, up in front of the crowd. It's very fifth grade book report. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but again, what I was he's for. a 20-year-old college student, so he's actually closer to that than anything else. Right. <laughs> actually, good point. He's not far removed from fifth grade. And if his story is correct, he's in trouble for being excited as a media yeah. member Cheering. on yeah. the sideline yeah. of an NFL game. Wait, so what? not for giving him the phone. No. Right, right. I was I was surprised by that. So the NFL doesn't want you to cheer. Was He doesn't work for the Dolphins. He works for the league. He I worked for the so. league that day, yes. That day, yes. To create videos and created, because he happened to be there and the, the touchdown was scored in front of him, a ridiculous moment. Okay, so here's a question. See, they don't want people cheering on the sidelines if they're working for the NFL, which right. I get. There's always a thing, no cheering in the press box. But like, yeah. are you going to take away the homer, you know? But also, oh, too, yeah. he obviously works for the Dolphins. He has a relationship with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and other players, too. Roger, yeah, I mean, K-Fizz. Of course. <laughs> your boy. His <laughs> guy. K-Fizz. No, yeah. the NFL is so hypocritical. I mean, yeah. that, vir- that was a viral video yeah. that I'm sure the NFL used, their media partners used, and yet the person that produced that moment now is – basically banned from the NFL for the rest of the year, maybe for the rest of his life, because he jumped up and down. Look, that, that's 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 garbage. Oh, no. they did this earlier this season with Josh Allen, yeah. who ran for a touchdown and pointed at the defender. He yeah. got fined like ten grand for that, but the NFL was using it in their tweets to promote the game. Yeah, I know. it is. They are so hypocritical. This is insane. They used to do it with, like, illegal hits, NHL, too, which, oh, yeah. which like, sell checks, shots of checks that guys got suspended for. Oh, yeah. yeah. They would show a safety blowing up a wide receiver in commercials all the time yep. and, until the lawsuit came up. Finally, they smartened up on that one. Uh, but this dude apparently not really mad at the NFL. I get why the NFL had to make this decision and wish I could have done something to prevent it, but I'm thankful for the memory that Tyree gave me. This was the greatest job in the world, and I never took a day for granted. I can't thank the NFL enough for the opportunity. Whether it's back with the NFL or starting a new sport, I just hope to get another chance at doing what I love. Bye, Kevin Fitzgibbons. You know, I'm going to be honest. This sounds really cheesy, but if I was that kid's mom, I'd be like, good job, honey. Like, this is good. (laughs) Nah. Take the high road. I love the music choices. And, like, you know, you're going to go far. Yeah, he's obviously lining up his next job. We all see what's going on. That was a job interview. Yeah, Content I mean, creator. Heck, we should maybe reach out to this kid. Can <laughs> do some videos for us? Well, I mean, none of us can do a flip like Shots Tyreek Hill. Captain. Yeah, no, wow. yeah, well, we got Cap. We're good here. Wow. That's true. Yeah, but and I'm uh, the mean one. Yeah, but I mean, Cap 
might get suspended for taking. He might uh, film Maggie cursing out a storm. And, <laughs> I mean, listen, we're all on a thin line with Maggie's language well, on this show. Maggie you never posted know. a video on social that basically took a surgery for myself and Kaplan <laughs> to figure out how to get it on without her being thrown off of the station. I appreciated that too. It's a daily battle. We all know that. And me versus uh, X-rated <laughs> language. Listen, I'm living the battle, guys. Are you paying attention, Ryan? Just in case, okay. hover over the. Guys, be clear. Just because I want to hire K Fizz doesn't mean there's. That's not a dig <laughs> on Andrew Kaplan. I say the more talent. I mean, K Fizz is our guy. <laughs> and by the way, in the chat, Kaplan says, "Always good to have a backup." What a team player! So mm-hmm. he's already so what? He's a digital two. Cap, Cap is digital one, like QB one. Then K Fizz could be digital, <laughs> digital two. two. Have him on retainer. This yeah. guy, by the way, is twenty years old. He's clearly an intern. I don't even know what he's. Ta- I mean, I mean, we he, think about it. K, K Fibs and, and Cap, that's like an Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson kind of deal. I mean, yeah. Zach, he kind of got thrown out of his last job for, you know, doing too much. Yeah. We already got Cap here. You know, Cap kind of looks a little bit like Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers had the long hair and the yeah. beard. Like, maybe that's all that Cap this kid Cap definitely needs. does drugs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's all, all, that's, all this kid needs is uh, just a year under under Cap, you know, to show him, hey, you know, maybe don't give your phone to NFL stars and, and you could do something in this business. Cap right. went to Colorado. He might even swing. We don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> right, Pete? I know. Colorado and a, and a Miami guy? I mean, what could go wrong? I mean, Cap, he's got to be into weed, Russell Wilson and all that. Exactly. All that. <laughs> That's, as Pete would say. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a fist up in the air. Uh, could K-Fizz ride with you to San Antonio and document your trip? To- mm, no. Okay, good. Perloff would drop him off somewhere in Bogus, near Harrisburg. Bogus, you that show personally. I'm sorry. <laughs> How would you, else would I take it? I said, I'd love to go with you. I'm down. You said, no, thank you. Yeah, you said no. <laughs> yeah, and you said because I've got people I've got to see like Bogish can't be in polite I, company I, I don't know I just feel like, like we'll run out of things to talk about in about 19 minutes and <laughs> 27 hours and 41 minutes disagree I have a million questions for you Tortoises, <laughs> Adam Sandler your basketball game a lot well, now you're he's trying to get back in. I didn't right. know you were going to ask me about my basketball game. And then, like, I, just, let's I think go. it'd be funny if like Perloff shows up at one of his friend's houses and it's like, ding dong. It's like, oh my God, Perloff, you're here. And then Bogus just <laughs> sneaks out from the side like, I'm also here. No, I'm in the uh, car. Can I use your dog? It's going to be so great to catch up. Andrew, I can't wait to relive the glory days. Hey, uh, who's that dude? <laughs> who's <laughs> who's that guy with you? <laughs> Oh, hey. I don't mind him. This is Andrew too. Yeah. Bogus just walks right in, grabs a six pack out of the fridge, sits on the couch, and turns on the TV. If it was Denver, he'd probably be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. And it'd be allowed. Well, I think Denver is past San Antonio, so we won't have any swinging on this trip. I can see you guys making a pit stop. That's a big left turn. <laughs> swinging by Denver after San Antonio. Uh, Thursday Night Football has the Cowboys hosting the Seahawks. Seattle running back Kenneth Walker is doubtful, in danger of missing his second straight with an oblique injury. Uh, Perloff loves Zion. Zion loves the Pelicans. I don't think we have a ceiling. I say it all the time. We just need to... We need to become elite with the small nuances of the game. It feels like they have a ceiling, um, <laughs> <laughs> just from a distance. <laughs> That's an objective analysis right there. Yeah. Uh, they did beat the Sixers last night, 124-114, but Joel Embiid didn't play. He was sick. Zion had 33. Sick, huh? That's what they said. Yeah. Sick and illness. Mm, okay. Tired. Uh, he had only 11 of 12 shots for those 33 points. It's a 15-game losing streak for the Pistons at 133-107. Home loss to the Lakers. The Suns' seven-game win streak ending in Toronto, 112-105. And it Wait, was not- how long is Monty Williams' contract for? Like 10 years, Ever. right? <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of money. 
Yeah, it was like 100, not 100. I'm making that up. I yeah. was told in the offseason that Cade Cunningham was good now. What happened there? So I think Cade Cunningham is good. They're good at scoring. They literally cannot play defense. Okay. They just get straight outscored most nights. That's bad. You don't want to do that. The analytics show when you get outscored. It's hard to win. Uh, yeah. Six years, $78.5 million, could go up to eight years with $100 million with incentives. Something tells me they're not going to reach those this season. <laughs> uh, it was not a good night for ranked men's college basketball teams. Duke's going to throw it in. Foster throws at the length of the court. Passes deflected. Blocker picks it up. Two seconds, one second. It is over. It is over. Arkansas wins it. Here they come. Here they come. A court storming in Arkansas. Over 20,000 people watched the Razorbacks take down number 7 Duke, 80-75. Number 14 Virginia Tech, or Texas A&M, rather, losing at Virginia, 59-47. I can type. And number 18 Villanova took a 78-65 home loss from St. Joe's. And Angel Reese will be back with LSU tonight against ninth-ranked Virginia Tech. We still don't know why she missed their last four games. Yeah. Guys, back to you. I heard Kim Mulkey. She's like, She's happy. We're happy. It's like, no kidding. But what happened? What's been going on for the last month? <laughs> yeah, and went back to the locker room. The is sacred. Yeah, we don't let parents in yep. here, so you're not coming in to learn our secrets. Listen, I mean, I get that. It doesn't seem like it was anything where the public necessarily needs to know about this. Like, yeah. this is the difference, I think, between yesterday we were talking about when a general manager like the Chicago Blackhawks uh, dealing with a player who's suspended, and it's like, I'm going to address the rumors that all that's fake. Or none of that's true, but I'm not going to tell you what's real. Therefore, yeah. increasing the speculation. I think Kim Mulkey, who I don't usually praise at all for a lot of things that she does, but I think she might be right about this. It doesn't seem like anything nefarious. Keep it in the locker room. Well, I think one thing, this is going to add interest to the sport. Scandal is good for interest. I mean, Michigan has made college football more interesting. I this final, The women's final four, the women's tournament, I think it's going to be more interesting than the men's tournament coming in. We know these players. We know Angel Reese. We know Caitlin Clark. Right. We need men's, them to meet again, Men's though. a churn is so fast. Even if they don't meet, aren't you going to want to watch LSU in this year's tournament? Oh, definitely. And I want to watch Iowa, too, and I want to watch South Carolina, and I want to watch all the good women's teams. But I love the fact, like, this could be an Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark could be, if they get to meet again, I think, in the in somehow in the NCAA tournament, it doesn't have to be the final, but just in the tournament, if they go to the WNBA, oh. this could be like a magic yeah. bird kind of thing. Yeah, but is are is Angel Reese good enough? Is she the second best player in the country though? I, I that's what and LSU's not even the top team anymore. I was surprised yeah. by that. I thought they were a little I thought they were a powerhouse, but I guess uh things move fast. South Carolina and Dawn Staley still. Yeah, no, I mean Philly, they're amazing. That's Philly's team. I just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah. Dawn Staley is the most oh Philadelphia. She's an Eagles fan. Nah. Go don't do that, EJ. You know, any team with Dawn Staley as a head coach. Is it Philadelphia? Don, Don Staley is as Philly as it comes, but t- claiming South Carolina as <laughs> Philly's basketball team. I mean, Just like Ohio State and Marvin Harrison th- Jr. I don't think there's a city that cares more about college basketball than Philadelphia. And you're going to South Carolina. I know. St. Joe's just beat Villanova for there the first is, time in 12 right. years. There is a weird thing in Philadelphia. Dawn Staley is basketball royalty She's in Philadelphia. Amazing. She really, for some reason, she just became much more famous than anybody else. So. Okay, fine. That's a stretch, but I need somebody to root for here. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the phones. Get to you in just a moment. Bogus, thank you so much. Coming up, oh, man, the one thing you have not heard today, we will play it for you next. It's a must listen. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. You know, it feels like we've been doing the show for a long time, but we really haven't. We've only all been together for like two months maybe, yep. right? If that, we're finding new things out about each other every day. 
And today we found out that EJ cannot... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Not do an accent other than himself. There's no, you can't do British. Yeah. You can't do. No socks. What? Not the hell Boston. <laughs> and tomorrow, EJ has to dress up like a Patriots fan. I will be dressed as an Eagles fan. Perloff will be dressed as a Bills fan. We are all paying off a bet that I lost. So everyone's getting it tomorrow. But I lost a bet with my Bills against your Eagles. I tried to get out of the bet, and we all got punished. For What's it. a Buffalo accent? What's a Western New York accent? Fired. You Fired. Know, I'm so tired right now. It's kind of like it's kind of like a a little Midwest, like a mm. long A's, a little Chicago, a little Got Minnesota, it. Canada, that kind of thing. Maggie, is what people call me. Maggie, I'm gonna jump through the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're circling it. Uh, Nadal is in Dallas. Hey, Nadal. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I didn't sleep in today. Look at you, up and at him. Yeah, I'm trying. Hey, so uh, my wife uh, is originally from Boston. Um, we got married. She moved to Kansas City, which was a huge culture shock. Yeah. Um, but how I know when I'm not in her good graces is when that Boston accent comes out. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, hey, are you are you not going to say something? <laughs> get in your car and get out of here. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know what the hell you just said. I'm going to have to decipher those ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics right there. And then we'll 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 circle back, okay? We'll just kind of come back to it. I love it. It's when she's mad at you or probably, I don't know if she drinks or not, but after a couple glasses of wine, I bet it comes out too. It comes out, yes, yes. <laughs> um, it, it always manages to find a way after, what, we've been married since 2006. So, yeah, it always finds a way. Um, now, as far as Southern accents, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, in a previous work life and my college days at the University of Kansas, Rock Talk Jayhawk, baby, um, I worked at Vanguard Airlines, which went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. I flew for free. It was amazing. But And I was a reservation agent, dealt with all kinds of issues. But anyway, I got a lot of calls from Georgia. And I got to tell you, these people, you know, at the end of every sentence was, thank you, you know, 
And at <laughs> okay. first I laughed, but then I thought about it. And I'm like, man, these guys are just, they're being genuine. They're saying yeah. that from the heart. And then I started to appreciate it. I'm like, wow. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. It's like you a know, southern charm thing dialects. that happens. Yeah, Nadal, thank you. Sorry, we're up against it, but thank you for that. I love the story that oh, your wife's Boston accent comes out uh-huh. only when she's mad at you. EJ, can you do a New York accent, like Tommy DeVito, New York, Sopranos kind of accent? I don't know. I feel like that's just how I talk. Like, I, so I've been told, like, when I say, like, water or tournament, like, yeah. those are the words that usually yeah. the New York really comes out. <laughs> but Apparently the, it's supposed to be water. But the and, Tommy DeVito is also an Italian New York thing, like, Everyone saying, so it's like, oh, hey, yo, kiss Capone. Yeah, yo, give me the gabagool. Yeah. That yeah, kind exactly. of thing. Jeez, guys, it's a... <laughs> no, I know that because... stereotypes here. But uh, there's a trending video of Tommy DeVito square touchdown asking for gabagool. That's why I <laughs> say Italian. Uh, let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! The shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Today's shot of the day is when we found out Andrew Bogish, mean guy. Nobody has more discretionary cash than Pete Bellotti. Discretionary cash? Wait, you're going to get him robbed. Ryan Bosch is going to stand there for four hours and get paid to, no, watch, to listen to Pete go, you have to dump these three words, <laughs> yes. and this button turns on their microphone. Does Andrew Bogus have any friends in this building? Because it feels like <laughs> no. you kind of go after Great everybody. Yeah. So Maggie curses on air, and it's in the Boomer and Geo <laughs> studio <laughs> within minutes five minutes. <laughs> There's a machine here. I know how this works. Yeah, now you're going after Bilotti. You go after me because of this Wembenyama bet. No, no, no. You started that. I was prepared to be your friend. I was going to drive to Texas with you, and you said, no, thank you. That is yeah. true. Gotta say, Perloff, I think you're in the wrong. The, the relationship didn't get off on the right foot because Bogus was like, I'll drive with you to San Antonio. And you're like, I'm good. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> you guys understand that, though, right? No, I'd rather have company on my trip. I, uh, not me. You just want the silence? I just, it's a lot of small talk. The <laughs> 28 hours of it, to but be honest. But at the end, it's a friendship. You, you also realize that, Pearl, I mean, uh, Perloff, you and Bogus are professional talkers. Like, yeah. if anybody can do it for 20 hours, it should be you guys. I, I, but, you know, professional talkers often just shut up after the show because they're, they're talked out. I know. That, oh, that, you're that driving is... to San Antonio. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna you get... won't be talking to us for a long time. I'm gonna get to... It's going to be somewhere around Tennessee, and he's going to be like, and in the latest score, Fordham beat St. Bonaventure's <laughs> 82-81. I'm like, dude, that's enough updates. I don't care what happened in some meaningless lower division college basketball game. <laughs> Amazing. Bogus doing an update the whole time. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you, Ryan Botcher. Did I say it correctly? You did a great job. People, Adi, fantastic job training Ryan. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, always our number one. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, maybe the meanest guy on the show. Yeah. Fizz, you're our guy, buddy. Hang in there. <laughs> Weedos. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.